I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome on in to The Point with Kristen Burt, presented by Dance Network and AfterBuzz TV. I'm kind of excited because today on To The Point, we have to the beat, back to school. <laughs> We've got two of the cast members here, Laura Christine and Gabe de Guzman. Welcome, you guys. Thanks for having us. I know. Now, I just like to let people know, for transparency's sake, we are pre-taping today because I'm in Las Vegas. If you're watching this right now, however, the good news is that it is Tuesday, March 10th, and to the beat, back to school comes out today. Yes. Right. So excited. All right. So where can people find it? Tell people right away. Uh, right now, it's going to be available on all video on demand platforms. So it should be on Amazon, uh, Vudu. It's on iTunes for purchase. Um, pretty much anywhere you can get on demand. Okay, great. And then DVD. If it, of course, of DVD course. release. Old school is still good sometimes if you want to own that copy and watch it whenever you want. I love owning an actual copy of a movie. Like, I have so many. <laughs> What's on your DVD? favorite one? Uh, my favorite movies are La La Land, uh, Pulp Fiction, and High School Musical 2. Oh, you have some good taste. We could be friends. It's a very wide I, range I would of like, movies. It's very wide <laughs> range. That's why she I like it. She likes a variety. It's a whole variety pack right there. Well, it's de- depending upon your mood. If you know you of need course. a bop, you go to High School Musical 2. Mm-hmm. No, we we can't nostalgia. all have the same emotion no. every day. Like, we, we got to change it up and spice it up once it's in a while, true. you know? I mean, if, and if you're having kind of like a, an emotional day, you go to La La Land, right? Of course. And then if you just want to beat someone up, it's full fiction. <laughs> Right? It's yeah, good. No, no. no you, it's, it's kind of a badass movie. Literally, whenever I need to cry, too, I totally put on La La Land. Because that ending, it just it hits every single oh. time. Every time. It's- every time. And Mandy Moore, the choreographer people, not the actress, <laughs> is a genius with the choreography. Yes. Oh, my Amazing. God. Have either of you worked with Mandy Moore? Yes, I actually got to work with her. She actually choreographed um, when I was on Club Mickey Mouse as a Musketeer um, for our Christmas Day Parade. Um, she choreographed that whole thing alongside uh, Robert Roldan, and it was just such an amazing performance. Both good friends to this show. They are incredible performers and choreographers. And I mean, to be able to work with her even just... It's such a fun environment with her. Like, usually you think, like, you walk into these rehearsals and you're like, like, all right, I gotta be in tip-top shape. But no, we were just laughing and just having fun the entire time. And I think that's really what brought that performance to life, was just, like, we found the fun in it. Yeah, so. she, she's great about that. She gets she gets performances out of people that are unbelievable. Yeah. But let's go and talk about To The Beat. Back to school. Um, you are back, of course. Yes, <laughs> I am back. This is super exciting, because <laughs> I did cover the first one, and it's amazing to watch how everyone's just grown up. <laughs> it's crazy. I was taller than Jaden in the first one. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, she was really tiny in the yeah. first one, wasn't no, she? We, yeah, we've all grown a lot. It's crazy to see like the development and everyone. What was the? Uh, was it 2016 that you filmed it and it came out in 17? Or yeah, okay, yeah, so. we filmed 2016 and some in 2017 because we did December into January. Okay, so and then it came out. I remember doing so coverage. Cool. You guys are all so little. It's just amazing <laughs> to watch. And it's fun to see how this second movie has evolved and mm-hmm. how even production value has evolved. Yeah, our production value really went up in the second one. It's really cool. When you guys came to the table, because you're an associate producer too, aren't you? I am an associate Go. producer. Titles. <laughs> Titles are good. And I think the younger you start doing it, and oh. I mean, as a choreographer too, because you choreographed on this film, it's. I think you get to really understand not only what's happening in front of the screen, but... Mm-hmm. Behind the camera. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does that mean to both of you? I, <laughs> you go ahead, ladies. First. I love it. Um, you know, it just it makes me feel really good about myself for one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Empowered. Yeah, it does. Especially because we have so many um, 
really strong, like, females on our set. You know, we have a female director, female producers. Um, there's female writers. It's really empowering to be a part of that. So that that was really cool, especially for this to be my first associate producer, producer credit on anything. That I, was really it's cool. on that IMDb list. It's good. <laughs> no, but you learn a lot of things, too. You learn mm-hmm. kind of what – I think sometimes when we're, we're on the creative side of it and when people are just like, okay, well, this is the decision we have to make. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand it as an actor, as a producer, sometimes you go, well, this is a business decision or it's a mm-hmm. financial decision or it's structurally in the set we're limited by something. Mm-hmm. Being able to understand that, you go, oh. Like your eyes get yeah. opened uh-huh. as to why decisions get made and for you obviously you've been choreographing a long time but mm-hmm. so you've been wearing lots of hats but what does it mean to you be able to do stuff on on the other side of the camera um it's great to see just kind of like a different perspective of it because like growing up as just like only specifically um a dancer in the industry and getting to be in these rehearsals and be on these jobs and watch these choreographers what they go through on a day-to-day basis now getting to be in those shoes is like especially at our age, like, such a great opportunity to get these type of both on-camera and off-camera roles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great opportunity for us, but it's also a great learning experience as well. So, And so many choreographers are moving into producing, creative directing, directing. Yes. So it's, it's a great, it's a natural pathway, I always think. Like, it's just mm-hmm. forming us as, like, true artists, like, as we're growing as humans. I also think it's a way to, and you can probably speak to this, Laura, uh, controlling um, your career and having, like, a hand in what mm-hmm. what direction your career goes, goes in, what path, because... Oftentimes, if you wait around for your agent to give you that audition and everything, you're, you're just waiting. You're just waiting. Yeah. You have to take control and actually make the decisions yourself a lot of the time. If that's what you want to do, you know, you got to do it. You just got to work for it. And the earlier you figure that out, the better, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> what did you love about this particular um, film? Like, what was the, the moments that really stood out to you in doing a sequel? Um, I really loved that we brought, you know, all of our original cast back. Everyone on the cast is... A friend that I love and totally appreciate my friendship with, but we got to bring even more cast onto it. So it was just so much fun, like filming and like the actual environment itself with everyone that knew each other and had a relationship. You know, it makes the chemistry on set and actually acting just so much easier to like actually bring to life because you are friends and you have chemistry. Now, you and Gabe sort of circled around each other, <laughs> yes. didn't, hadn't officially met or worked together, mm-hmm. but you knew a lot of the same people. So tell us how you got Gabe onto the project. Because this is a good story. It's a great story. A great story. And, and I want to say that, because also your mom is here, Laura, and she's a part of this story. Um, but... I get a lot of people on the show too via the same way you got Gabe onto the movie. So <laughs> let's 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 go and be honest about what social media platform helped mm-hmm. you. Well, <laughs> lots um, of social media. Yeah, <laughs> lots of social media. So um, me and Gabe, you know, we knew each other, but we didn't yeah. know each other this, in like, passing, kind of thing. It's always Events, like friend yeah. groups. It was just like. Hey, we're like, always all in the same circle at some point in time, but we're just never like mm-hmm. officially, like officially met. Yeah. So, um, you know, the producers, <laughs> uh, including um, including my mom. My mother is a producer on the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, really wanted Gabe in our movie. You know, seeing him on social media and seeing him at events and just around and watching his YouTube videos. Yes. How many times was she watching his YouTube? Videos? You know, it was more just on Instagram, scrolling through and watching every single video because they were in a row. But <laughs> um, it was really just, you know, seeing that he's so talented and wanting him to be a part of the project. And um, he plays such a great role in as a dancer in the film. You know, personally, one of my favorite scenes to watch is his dancing scene with Jaden in the dance studio. It's filmed so well. 
and it's just performed so well, and I think it really added a lot of value to our film. So, uh, to get him on, yes, I had to DM him. Slide into his DM. Even though I didn't know him, didn't follow him, just kind of casually would It turns hi. into other requests. That, like, that, you know that weird blue line you get, and you're like, who is DMing me? Now, do you check your other requests section in DMs? Like, before then, I rarely did, so it was hard for me to, like, <laughs> even see that message because I didn't even, like... Um, look at the time like into like the other requests and besides like people who I was following so it was just like mm-hmm. so I DM'd him <laughs> we had a mutual friend um, who was able to you know put us in contact with him thankfully was not in the other request section of the DM <laughs> no. <laughs> no was in the official that like, one was just not <laughs> even in the general box in the priority box mm-hmm. so <laughs> and then um, we had a open call at the house dance studio in Agora Hills and Gabe was invited to come and perform for our producers, and um, yeah, that's right off the bat. You were yeah. like, "He's how in." He, how he got, how he became a part of our cast. And yeah. I'm, really, I'm really happy he was a part of our cast. He really adds a good, a good quality to the film. You add a great dance element to mm-hmm. to the film, of course. And we were just talking about that scene with Jaden, and you did choreograph this. Yes. Talk about the process of choreographing, because, I mean, you and Jaden together in this scene are absolutely spectacular. So, um, I don't even think you've heard this before, but um, that piece that we made, that um, you'll be able to see in the movie, we choreographed that in about under an hour. Whoa. Yeah. So, um, I actually had a callback that same day, but I had, like, time before, because we literally had to film the scene, like, the next day. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was like, hey, can you meet, like, can we meet up at the studio? And then she was like, yeah, I'm down. And we literally hopped in the studio. I've known her for, like, so many years that are, like, we already know, like, what's going on in each other's, like, heads. And we just, like, that already language. Know, the connection yeah. is just, like, so authentic. So it was, like, so easy to really just, like, put it out there. We both showed our, like, different specialties and stuff. So it's just, like, it was such an easy process to make that choreography, but it's... Personally, also one of my favorite scenes that we got to film. And, and dance scenes, they're very particular when it comes to filming them. It's not just like, hey, let's just show a flat you know, stage right there in front of you. You mm-hmm. want to get those angles. You want to make sure you're hitting those moments. So mm-hmm. um, did you, were you able to offer like, hey, we would like a close-up in on this moment or anything? Uh, we had a, a roller. I forget what it's called, like the technical term. but like it Just goes, like a track. Yeah, we of. had track. a track go like that. And then we had a handheld camera also getting... Great certain angles on it um it's, that scene i just love watching how it was filmed because <laughs> because of it being rolled on the track it just looks so cool and the lights coming in from the dance studio it just it looks great and i haven't even seen like the final product of that I scene have. so <laughs> i'm excited to watch it do you guys have a lot of behind the scenes um sort of footage that you throw up on instagram and stuff because that would be a good one to see <laughs> I'm not oh. sure if we actually um, got like, We did uh, a vlog that I think is going to be put on <laughs> yes. some either IGTV or a bonus feature somewhere. Okay. I know we have the content. I don't, I'm not a part of that, so I don't know where it's at right now. Where and when. But yeah. But I definitely I, forgot we had that camera I know. too. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was kind stuff. of, the, the joke was kind of like a, it was like a joke on set because like people would kind of lose it and then someone would just pick it up and film something. So <laughs> the, I know that the content's probably like a mess because I know when I had that camera, only did was kind of <laughs> zoom in on people's faces, <laughs> but, I, but I do. I think fans love behind. I love behind yeah. the scenes, just mm-hmm. seeing in that moment of just what was happening and what it looked like, and yeah. then hearing people's perspective. I have a I have a lot of funny videos of everyone messing around. Set I did one day when we were at the dance studio. So on my phone case, 
I have a Peppa Pig sticker. So we took the Peppa out, and this is when that Peppa like meme was going on. So it was passed around to like everyone on set, and I have a video of like ten different castmates just like. Peppa, what are you doing on the camera? Or, like, in so many different things. And it was just, like, a big joke throughout the set. So I have a lot of... It's like your um, set mascot, maybe? (laughs) Just a little bit. It's like when people used to go around with Flat Stanley everywhere. You had Peppa Pig. Yeah, I had Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. I like it. (laughs) Now, I think it's really important to point out you have a female director, as you were talking about, Mm -hmm. Jillian Clare. She and her mom, Susan Bernhardt wrote the film together, too. Um, In an era where we are talking about a lot of females behind the camera, Mm -hmm. I mean, what originally made you want to have a female director? Or is it just, you know, because I know with the first film, they came aboard and Mm kind of ran with the project. Um, We've had a personal relationship with Susan and Jillian for years, you know. They've been there since pretty much the Almost the start of my career, you know. They, you, you did an episode of Misbehaved, didn't you? I did you? do an episode of Misbehaved. You must have been a baby. I was. I'm teeny tiny. I'm, like, on the beach, like, burying myself in sand or something. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember too much. I did, I think I did two episodes. Mm-hmm. I, um, But, yeah, so I've known them forever. You know, we know that they have experience in that area, so they were just part of it, you know, just from a connection that we've had for years. That's great. And mm-hmm. I love that. I was reading um, up that, you know, Jillian is one of the few female directors that has directed the original film and a sequel. Um, and I didn't even think about that in the industry. Wow, yeah, no, I hadn't no um, because oftentimes I think you just think, okay, you know, someone gets a project and it, I'm sure somewhere along the way there's a ton of women who have done the first and second film. Well, actually, it's kind of a rare fact in the industry that a woman gets to direct the original and then the sequel too. So hmm. I thought we should throw that out there because I think... Really Making I, history. Making history, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, what is it about, like, Jillian that makes... Um, the set so much fun because it looks like you guys just had a blast not only on camera but also behind the scenes. Um, Jillian, you know, she likes to let us, you know, be ourselves obviously so that the energy on set can be great and everything can be filmed well but, you know, she likes to keep things in order. Um, One of the most difficult scenes probably to film was the spring fling scenes Mm -hmm. which... For the cast, you speak to them. It was probably the most fun scenes to film. It really was. The 80s. But everyone was kind of everywhere, you know, because it was, like, uh, treated like a party, you know, since that's what the scene is. And I know that Jillian really kept it together to try and keep us focused on the scene because we... Keep it tight. Yeah. (laughs) So she knows, you know, when to let us, you know... Be free and and take control of the scene ourselves and also when she she needs to step in and... Make us. It focus was a very good like mixture of like yeah. we have to have fun, but we also have to stay focused and mm-hmm. like get this scene. Yeah, and it's it's a fine line where all of a sudden you lose control and you're like, oh. <laughs> um, but otherwise you still. I mean, if she can maintain that balance, it really does become. A- a scene that you're like, oh, we'll always remember that. Mm-hmm. That's probably, those scenes will probably be the ones that I remember the yeah. most, because they were, they were a lot of fun to film. I love seeing all of the 80s sort of characters, like the material girl Madonna showing yeah. up. <laughs> um, if you guys could do it, like, go to an 80s dance in real mm-hmm. life, what 80s sort of pop star, pop culture figure would you go as, do you think? Um, I... The Breakfast Club is also another <gasps> one of my favorite oh. films. Mm, yeah. Like, it's one of my... All-time favorites. So I would probably try to duplicate that kind of energy, you know? Would you be like a Molly Ringwald? I would would love to be Molly Ringwald, but I don't have the hair for that. (laughs) (laughs) A wig. (laughs) Um, But I I don't know. I feel like I'd kind of pull together that kind of energy. Probably Molly with her brown boots and her little pink top and her 
long skirt, you know, in Victorious, they recreate that. They have a whole yes. episode where they <laughs> dedicate it to the Breakfast Club, pretty much. It's a good one. It's very iconic 80s. How about you, Gabe? I would say the same thing, but just like that rebellious type of like... You'd be... Is Judd Nelson. Would you be mm-hmm. Judd Nelson? For sure. Oh, you could pull it off good. with your hair. You wouldn't be able to gel it down, though. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> there is a very brief dance scene where they're all... Remember? Yes. <laughs> um, and I think I think the story goes that Molly Ringwald was supposed to do that scene by herself and she was shy and was like, I don't dance. So they got everyone to get up and do I it together. That. It's a good TikTok one if anyone wants to do it. Oh, just throwing it out there. Trends. The Breakfast Club trend. <laughs> that would be a good one. I'm just throwing it out there. If anyone wants that. it, steal you know it. We're okay? going to get right to work on that right <laughs> <Yeah>. after this. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I could, I could do... Um, oh, who's the, the basket case? <laughs> <laughs> she shakes, she her, shakes hair. her head. I'll do that. <laughs> I love it. Now, both of you have sort of grown up in the industry, started working very young. Um, what do you think? I think sometimes we hear like, oh, it's so terrible when kids start working young. Obviously, you're great examples of like, that's not true. <laughs> um, what do you guys think you've learned in starting out working on set so young? And, you know, sometimes you're asked to act like an adult in situations where you mm-hmm. have to be professional. I think like the most important thing about starting like um in the arts like kind of young is that we've really already kind of found our passion and what we really want to evolve into as we get older so i mm-hmm. think getting a taste of what it is like already on set is going to already prepare us more for just this future career that we have ahead of us because we're already so dedicated into it that it's like there's no turning back like all i want to do is just grow and grow from here so i think just starting as a kid is just like really that amazing like starting point and just mm-hmm. like bringing it up to just, like, your highest. Mm-hmm. It also helps you learn, you know, professionalism from such a young age because you have to maintain being on set, you know, as a child. And kids are loud and fidgety, and you got to learn, like, how to be respectful of the director, how to be respectful of the producers and the other castmates. So I feel like you learn a sense of um, manners and how to communicate with adults at such a young age, too. So that just totally helps your career as you grow older because you have such good communication skills. Have you guys ever had a moment where you're like, I'm not sure I want to do this? Because I think sometimes you just go through a phase where you're like, mm, maybe I want to hang out with my friends. Or well, does that happen? When I was um, younger, I actually was um, bullied for just like dancing because it was considered <sighs> a girl sport. So um, it didn't let me stop me from like what I wanted to do because I was like, this is my passion and I'm not going to let anyone else tell me otherwise. And I'm so glad that I just like decided that I was going to keep going this route because I wouldn't be at the point that I am today in my right. career. So it's mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes it makes you fight back and not that's in, what it physically, is. Like, but if mentally. If something is bringing you down, like that's just push, like making you want to push even harder and go like even more like further into it. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had moments of disappointment where it's like, gosh, like what's going on right now? You know, I feel stressed out with all these auditions and I'm not working right now. You know, I've had moments of disappointment, but I feel like they do, like you said, they push you further, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, well, I got to get back into a lot of acting classes. I'm going to study these movies and I'm going to work hard on my own for the moment. If I am having trouble with my auditions, it's I got to work on myself and it pushes you. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. 
So it definitely great, it definitely just pushes you more. Yeah, it's a great perspective to have too. Um, did the whole boys dance too? Sort of this summer that hashtag that you know and oh, the movement wasn't that wonderful? So amazing, and I think the great thing about that was like now that I was older and understood what those like people were like going through, like I could really give my perspective on it and just be like, it's okay, like just be you and just like really forget the haters it's still shocking to me honestly in an era where there's dance everywhere whether it's in film whether we see you know world of dance is globally an epic tv Mm -hmm. show um that people still tease boys and girls um for doing dance i even know that i was sometimes a little bit bullied when i was in dance all the time because i wasn't doing the cheerleading or the soccer and things like that people like oh you have dance um so it, it is kind of interesting that in this day and age where I think dance is so cool, if you look at TikTok and what's happening on Instagram, that, mm-hmm. but I think it comes out of a place of jealousy, I think, for a lot of people, too. Yeah, for sure. And I mm-hmm. think it's just, like, the fact that we found our passion just so young and just, like, they're still figuring out, like, what we want or what they want to do with their lives. So it's both, it was both a curse but also a blessing. Yeah. How did you guys balance school? Because I know a lot of people in L.A. are oh. homeschooled. <laughs> so I've been homeschooled since first grade. Whoa! So, <laughs> yeah. So that's and you're out of high school, but yeah, I actually only I was the complete opposite. I only did um, homeschool for my eighth and eleventh uh, grade, but the rest was um, I did private school when I was younger, and then I did public high school and wanted to finish out my senior year. That's like a regular interesting. High school We've had a couple people say that they tried homeschool and it actually didn't work for them. It, they mm-hmm. had had trouble staying on track more on your own because you have to do that. You have yeah, it takes a lot a lot of focus because you have to sit there and you have to actually do the work yourself. You don't have like classmates like motivating you or mm-hmm. you don't have anything. You're just there's not like someone else like teaching you directly. Yeah, what you, you're just like, sitting you there to... like on a computer like watching a video or like reading this long thing by yourself. You know, it takes a lot of focus, and I definitely you know it helps because. You can move at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, you have your deadlines and you have your end date, you can work around it. Um, Maybe get a little like, ahead if you have mm-hmm. time. And Yeah. So, like, over a weekend, you know, if you know you have a really busy week, you can do extra schoolwork. Or if you fall behind a little bit, you know, you can take time off and you can just do all of your schoolwork. It also really helps when you have friends that are in the same program as you. <laughs> so, like, I... It's last semester, Yeah, last semester... Um, I had two friends and we're in the same program, so we're trying to finish our semester, get our all of our finals done, so we'd go over to um, my friend's house and we'd just work and work and work and get all of our stuff done, and it kind of motivates you in that way, because it's oh, like, good. oh, well, I already finished 3% of my work. Like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a competition. Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> I think for me, just, like, I really want to just get that, like authentic like high school experience mm-hmm. especially as like a senior because you only get that once mm-hmm. so it's like something that I really want to experience especially because growing up in the industry I was like in school like less than half of the time so it was just like all right I'm gonna really try to be present in this moment and just like enjoy it mm-hmm. when you did have to work during your senior year or when you're um in high school was the school flexible with that yeah actually it Good. was just I think um all, pretty much all the teachers that I had they understood my situation and they were very um, accepting about it, and they were just like, "All right, as long as you get your work done, just like, yeah." Okay, that's good. And it's it, I always like to ask the education thing because it is so unique to oh, each yeah. person, mm-hmm. um, and it's not a one size fits all situation ever. Mm-hmm. And that's clearly, if you're like, I was homeschooled, and then I went to yeah, school, I, and then like knowing a lot of my friends in the industry, they usually take the homeschool route. But I think I'm like one of the very few that like was 
in public school for a majority of my life. So yeah, we had JT Church here, and he said, "I just he goes, I feel so far behind on homeschooling." And they enrolled him in a charter school, um, like it's a performing arts charter school, so they understand when he needs to be out. But he also gets the school experience at the same yes, time. So. I love that kid. He's such a firecracker. JT Church is amazing. He is literally one of my favorite kid dancers. I've covered him since season thirteen when he was itty bitty tiny mm-hmm. on. <laughs> So you think you can dance and, uh, you know, then seeing him win Dancing with Stars Juniors and he's got another big year ahead of him. I don't think he's announced the news, so I'll let him do it. But he's got a lot of cool (laughs) things up ahead. So um, super talented, which is incredible. What about college? Do you guys? That's definitely something that's important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I dream school where I want to go fully is the UCLA acting program, acting film. I would love to go and study it and be a part of their productions. You know, I've heard such great things about their productions. It's totally where I would love to go. Um, I'm also interested in financing as of right now, so I'm still kind of... I want to be on the business side, and I also want to be on my artistic side, so I'm kind of... You could probably do, like, a business minor, Mm -hmm. I think, if you did the acting major kind of thing. I'm definitely... um, that's a discussion that I have with my mother almost every day. You know, college is something that's important. Well, I always say it's show business. Like, we're always great at the show. Mm-hmm. Be great at the business, too. <laughs> you know, yes. know how to balance your checkbook and, and everything <laughs> else. Save your money. Life skills. Life funny. skills. Now, you are obviously out of high school. Are yes. you doing it in college? Are you? It's on? So, doing public school most of my life. Um, now, I'm currently doing some uh, online college courses. <laughs> I love- just so I can keep my... Because now that I'm, a, like, as an adult working in the industry is just such a different, like, schedule. Like, you, they get more hold of your hours, and it's just, like, very time-consuming, especially because, like, you don't have a lot planned out in, like, your whole day pretty much. But I wanted to keep, like, my education flowing, so I'm doing some online college course That's courses right now. great. And- I love that college can be sort of go with you. It's, you know, it's mobile. (laughs) Back in the day, you had to be in a classroom and you had to be studying on campus. And now it's totally flexible. Especially for like these um, next two months for me, I'm going to be traveling a little bit. So it's going to be like kind of a challenge, but I'm up for it. What are you doing, Gabe? Anything you can announce? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Since you you said. Yeah. Just um, next week, I'm actually, well, technically it would be this week, but uh, I wouldn't be um, heading to Australia. I'm going to go out there and teach a couple of workshops, and then right after that, um, I'm actually headed to London to film a Netflix project out there that I don't have much details that I can tell about, right. but it'll be up and coming for oh, sure. Can you at least, is it a maybe a musical dance type of Netflix project? Or it is. is it? It's based around um, choreographers and dancers, so it's kind of a new reality show that they're going to try. Oh, out. I so actually cool. know what that is. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I don't think we can announce more, but yeah. I know, did they reach out to you via Instagram? Because I know the producers were looking no, for people. No, it was actually through my agent. Oh, even better. I love mm-hmm. it. Because they reached out to a few people, and they were... Um, so you're probably working with a couple other dancers and choreographers Yes, I know one other um, dancer from here. So I believe there's 50 UK dancers, and then there's 10 select dancers from the US. So oh, I love this. Very wow. blessed to be a part of that. Netflix has a... I know, this is so, super exciting. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And Netflix has got a huge, huge, huge musical sort of dance strategy. I don't know if mm-hmm. a lot of people know this, but they've got Kenny Ortega now, who yes. has a major deal with them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Ryan Murphy is doing a chorus line with Netflix, um, sort of based on the story, but it's going to be like a 
I don't think it's a docuseries, but I think he's going to make it into sort of an anthology, kind of like what he does with, um, but based on a, a chorus line. And I don't know if it's going to be like the making of a chorus line and what went on behind the scenes, sort of what we saw with like Fosse Verdon, or if it's going to be like the story of a chorus line, but done in, say, eight episodes or whatever. But there's a lot of cool things coming out of Netflix. So I'm yeah. glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that you're a part of it, too. I'm so excited to be a part of it. It's got to be definitely a new experience, especially getting to live somewhere else other than California. So that's really cool. Yeah. London is great. I spent some time at the airport. (laughs) I did a lot. No, London's fantastic. I love it. It's my favorite city to visit. So, oh well, that's an exciting experience. Do you have projects that you're working on uh, coming up right now? I have a project coming that I'm going to be working on in summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really get I know. What can you tease? out yet. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I can tease with it yet because it's not um, fully casted or fully, you know, it's not it's not fully yes yeah, set in it's stone. It's not fully out there for me to talk about yet. But I am excited. I'm really excited about it, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I are am you, excited to talk. about Are you working about it. in front of the camera or behind the camera? In front of camera. Okay. Yes. Are you inspired to work behind the camera after definitely doing? I definitely would love to be a part of producing and directing in the future. You know, I would love to be a director that's something that i feel like i'd be really good <laughs> good at <laughs> no that's good you can say that i was like own that <laughs> yeah so that's definitely something that i look forward to in the future but my main thing is i just i love performing you know that's why i love dance that's why i love acting i just love performing and entertaining people so in front of the camera is more what i i love to do but being behind the camera is it's a great feeling too yeah having that education behind the camera I think it, it mm-hmm. makes you a better actor it makes you a better yes. performer knowing what they're actually doing back there it's crazy when you see the whole process of what happens it's crazy all the work that goes into it you know the funds the crew the casting writing just when you actually see how much the crew puts into it it's totally changes your perspective on what you do in front of the camera camera angles, mm-hmm. why, why they chose a certain camera angle, or sitting, even sitting in auditions. Mm-hmm. When you watch other people audition, I think that helps you so much as a performer, because you realize how, as humans, we like to sabotage our auditions. <laughs> I, I, it's amazing that we're like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't bring my headshot. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Oh, like gosh. You walk... I mean, if you've watched any audition, it happens over and over again. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Or um, people give up. Yeah. Yes. Usually when I go to an audition, I'm completely off book. That's something that I've always just I, it makes me feel more secure. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, not taken a physical script. I learn it on my phone. I'm off book. I'm done. And then in the audition, I've been like, what, what's next? What's my <laughs> yeah. line? I've gone or they've up. they've gotten upset at me even for not bringing a physical copy sometimes. They're like, it's always best to even if you have it fully memorized. There's just little moments and little bumps that you can never predict if it's going to happen. No matter how ready you feel, you never know what's going to happen in there. And it's just... <sighs> I know those moments that we have and you're like... <gasps> Mm-hmm. In an audition room, mm-hmm. you're like, I just totally like made a mess of that. Mm-hmm. I, but although, has this ever happened to you? You've made a mess of an audition, and they hire you anyway. Yes, yes, yes. I literally had a breakdown crying when I was little because I had to ride a scooter in the audition, and I didn't know how. I was in there with five other girls, and they all knew how, and I didn't know that I was going to have to do that in the audition. And I cried because I didn't know how, and they helped me do it, and I booked it. Huh. It's like they see something in you. Have you ever had an audition where you're like, I just totally messed that up? Kind of the same experience. So here's how it went down. So <laughs> This is a good story. I know it. So um, <laughs> one of the biggest performances that I got to be a part of was the Super Bowl 49 halftime show with Katy Perry and Missy Elliott. I think we have a photo of that with you and Casey Rice because you guys are itty bitty and super. Babies. Look at the babies. 
Oh, oh my god! Look at the babies. Oh, oh. yeah, bring it in. So. Oh my god. Yeah. So what happened with this was initially there was an audition for um, for this performance, and we already knew what the performance was. Um, unfortunately, I got cut in about I think the second round of the audition, mm-hmm. and I was just going home sad that day because like I really wanted to be a part of that performance, and it was just like one of my biggest dreams to be able to perform on like that stage. And then Trisha Miranda hits me up about a week later, and she goes, "Hey, are you available like these dates?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then me and my mom looked at each other, and we were like, "Hold on." These are the same dates dates. that they asked me for this job. And then once I got to rehearsal, what, like, I was in the performance. I was just, like, so crazy. All of the work that you've done, all those classes and the time you've put in with Trish Miranda, she knew that you were capable of doing it. So one bad day doesn't necessarily mean Mm -hmm. that you were eliminated from the Super Bowl. (laughs) Did you comprehend that you were at the Super Bowl when you were so little? Oh, like... I knew I was there, but I was just like, am I dreaming right now? Or is just like, <laughs> what's about to happen? And it was one of the most, honestly, for me, nerve-wracking performances. Because mm. as soon as we walked into that stadium, we were like, oh my gosh, here huge. we go. It's an international <laughs> audience. And it's one of the more memorable ones, too. You know, I, I always like think, like, you think, always remember Prince. You remember Bruno Mars, Beyonce. Left Shark with Katy Perry yeah. and Missy yeah. Elliott. She like, rides still in on going on today. <laughs> yeah, everyone remembers no, I, that, I remember though. being so hyped up for the Katy Perry performance. I was, what, I don't even remember how old, maybe 13? 2015, so. Okay, then. I was, was about, I was about 13. Wow. Yeah, and I loved Katy Perry at that time. I had, like, posters all over my wall of her. Like, I don't even have posters of people I like now on my wall. <laughs> I have movie posters. But I loved her, and I remember being so hyped up for that, and that's a performance that I definitely remember, so. Look at it. I'm friends with one of the dancers <laughs> now. the Super Bowl. I know. I'm always so impressed. I'm watching J-Lo and Shakira this year. Oh, I'm sure you also knew a lot of people involved in that. Yeah. It, it's so much fun for me to watch. I don't really mm-hmm. watch the football game. And then the halftime comes on. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's Rudy. And, you know, but that is so exciting to be happy for other people's success. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most incredible things. We had a J-Lo party on the Super Bowl at my house. Like, I had a few As friends. You I saw her story. Yeah. There was just no. J-Lo we put, we put footballs, like, on the wall, and then we covered it with, like, J-Lo. It's J-Lo Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And I think, literally, like, um, especially with this industry, the diversity that's, like, being, like, shown and just um, showcased on TV is just so, so amazing. So, like, mm-hmm. to see, like, all that, like, Hispanic, like, culture represented on that halftime performance was really a beautiful thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Two Latinx women, too. I mean, that is, that's a really big deal. Yeah. We haven't really seen great. that before. Gabe, I wonder if you get this question a lot. Um, so you think you can dance, world of dance. We ever going to see you on those shows? I wonder the same thing. All right. I'm glad I'm here to So does my mother Ryan, that was obsessed with her dance. Me. <laughs> it, it does seem like a natural fit, but it doesn't always, it's not always a natural fit for your career path, depending on where yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I was um, actually competing on World of Dance Season 1 with Boys of Temecula. Oh. So that was... Um, 
personally for me um reality shows are just like kind of a hard thing for me to like go through but i'm definitely in the future i would love to go for so you think they've asked me to audition and i think the year that they asked me to audition was the year of my senior year and mm-hmm. i was just like mm, i kind of want to have your senior year route so i was just like i'll give it a little bit of a wait but we're definitely going to get into it i think okay good to know we'll keep our eyes on that i'm backstage so you think every episode so <laughs> i look know. for your face hit me up <laughs> yeah yeah no but i do think and that's i always ask that of dancers that i know um are sort of in that like especially that 18 year old age when everyone turns 18 you're like are you going to do so you think you can dance yeah. Um, it's a natural question, but it's not always the right career path. Because if you're already working, having to take off X amount of months mm-hmm. to do so, you think you get the tour after and you get the money there, mm-hmm. but you're still blocking off time in your career. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it's a it's a tough thing. And I know season one of World of Dance was it was a roller coaster ride for all of you guys. You know, <laughs> so wild. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch all of my early interviews from that season. I we had Ian Eastwood in here, um, definitely sort of talking about that that situation because they were kind of figuring out like what is World of Dance and mm-hmm. how do we make this new dance competition show. It's always so hard just like starting out with those new types of shows and like figuring out what we're just like like what was good about the way that we produce it and then what were also some things that like they could fix for like the next season if they and they've done a, a much better job in season two and three and i know they're making format changes in season four mm-hmm. um to make the qualifiers a little bit shorter instead of like 10 weeks they're doing <laughs> yeah. kind of a battle round before you even get to the main stage so i like that they're very open to yeah making it you know a well-oiled Just a machine bit more condensed. yeah <laughs> but i think everyone gets a lot of um maximum exposure out of world of dance i feel like everyone that i've had on the show their career goes whew, mm-hmm. even if they don't make it past the duels yeah mm-hmm. for sure there's definitely an interesting um recognition factor with, with doing world yes, of dance for so. sure all right but i got my eyes on you for so you think all right I'm guessing that's going to be season 18 since you're working right now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because the uh, the LA auditions are April 4th. Have they started the season? Yeah, they have. Yeah, so the auditions are in Miami and New York at the end of March, and then LA for... April 4th and 5th. So you're going right, to be busy. So you're working. We'll wait next. Season 18 <laughs> it is, babe. <laughs> um, what I would love to hear from you guys, what are your dream projects? Where do you kind of, I know this is like such a big question to ask because you guys are so young, but in five years, what do you hope to have accomplished? Gosh, that's, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, my main goal, I would love to be a movie actress. You know, I would love to go more into doing drama type roles obviously doing comedy and family friendly is it's so much fun but as an actor I just I want to further myself drama wise I love doing drama it's something that I have to work hard in because it's not the natural kind of energy that comes to me when it comes to acting but that's definitely something I want to do I want to do more films there's so many actors that I would love to work with who's your dream like if there's one actor or actress you can work with oh gosh I mean I mean, it's cheesy. It's basic. I would love to work with Leonardo DiCaprio. Because he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. You know, but there's so many other ones. Comedy-wise, I would love to work with Adam Sandler. I've loved him since I was, like, Netflix. He's got a a great Netflix deal. I know he's got a great (laughs) Netflix deal, so that would be an amazing thing to do. Um, I mean, I could sit here and list so many actors that I would love to work with. Um, But, you know, being... More well-known for uh, film projects, especially in the drama side, is something that I would love to continue working on. I love that. How about for you, Gabe? 
I think just like as I'm continuing to build my name as a choreographer, um, one of my biggest dreams is um, I've always had a thing for like live performances. So I would definitely love to either be a dancer or even be a choreographer and creative on a world tour for some major artists. Okay, now you know what I'm going to ask. <laughs> Who's that artist? Who's that, that one artist you're like, I really think I have a vision for them? Um, that's so tough to think because I'm honestly like so open and so inspired by so many different artists. Like You were just day. working with BTS. Yes, <laughs> they would definitely be such a fun group to um, set some creative stuff on, but even with like Bieber's comeback and just like I changes. Also Did you guys see Tassandra and Philip Shabib? I'm so excited to see these new videos released every week. They are to die for. They're stunning. Yes, they're stunning. It's like to have both Shabib and Tassandra's videos to be the first two to release. That's a force to be reckoned with. First off, we have another 14 to come. Yes, 14 more videos. And just like, like watching God. that trailer, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not prepared for what's to come." I know. I can't believe that they filmed. They filmed 16 videos in the month of January. Nick Demar oh, uh, directed all Props of them. Props to Nick. Nick, first I know. Off. Like, <laughs> this is for Nick. <laughs> yeah, because it re- I mean, but I I watched the Philip Shabib Mackenzie Dustman one probably four times yesterday when it came out. <laughs> so it's so such artistry that we got to witness that's so good um and i want to know in our final question what do you hope the fans get from to the beat back to school what do you hope that they get out of it um i hope that they get a lot of joy out of it i hope they get to see all of their favorite stars in it you know we have a really wide range of our actors it's so great we have people from nickelodeon disney to social media uh great dancers singers actors we have so many different peoples from so many different sides of the youth and industry. So I really hope that they get to see all of their favorites. I really hope that they just are so happy with it. I hope that they're inspired by the dance and the choreography. It's great. Um, I just hope it like makes them happy and they like it. We need more good things in the world, don't we? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How about you, Gabe? Um, I think what especially with this being a sequel, that they get to see like the different growths of the characters from mm-hmm. the first film, but also get to know the new cast from the second. So, like you. Yep. I'm excited for <laughs> Logan. Them to, <laughs> excited for them to see just those like relationships evolve and just like the different artistry um, that's presented throughout the film and just like get inspired to follow their passion and just continue to mm-hmm. work harder toward their dreams. Yeah. We have a lot of different actors that bring a lot to the film. So it's it's really it is inspiring. It's so cool to see everyone and how they have grown acting wise you know it's insane to see the development through everybody yeah it's it's funny even just to look at photo stills from the first movie yeah, to the second it's crazy. movie Girl, it physically is... mentally emotionally <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and be really proud of what you accomplish because yeah. um being able to sort of grow and and show that on screen um is a really big accomplishment you guys should be really proud of Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we want to remind everyone it is available today. Um, of course, all video on demand platforms. Don't forget DVD. Um, if anyone's not following you guys on social media, you can look into that camera, let them know where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Laura underscore Christine. You can find me on all social media at Gabe the Official and on YouTube, Gabe de Guzman. And soon to be Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We want to thank Dance Network and AfterBuzz for presenting us today. Of course, for all of your dance news, check out dancenetwork.tv. We'll be back next week with a live show. Hope you all have a great week. See you soon.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.